Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This is the Bob Cordaro Show podcast. WILK News Radio. Now there's... A Juneteenth message. Derek Wilburn, African-American, addressing his school board about criminal race theory. I don't call it critical race theory. It's criminal race theory because it's a criminal attack on truth, fact, and history. And those who defended, well, the right to say stupid things too, but someone like Derek Wilburn, from speaking out bravely, we honor today veterans we lost in May. William Rees, Gray, Butch, Bossy, Jr., Al Pritchick, Ronald Wolaver, Dennis Robashewski, and Frank Kapalka. We'll, talk, we'll continue to talk about them throughout the hour. Now, I've, I've run across uh, the, a, a record... And a man who serves the county of York as district attorney here in Pennsylvania. You all know York. That's the place you drive down when you're driving at 83. You see the York barbell guy. A lot of people from here went to York College. And this Navy veteran who served multiple tours abroad, he goes to Penn State. He becomes a lawyer. After working for UPS. And he eventually, after becoming a deputy district attorney, becomes the district attorney in York. And he's created some incredible programs in York County that really do need to be spread, imitated, and copied throughout the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. And maybe by the Commonwealth itself. And he joins us now. David Sunday, welcome to the Bob Cadaro Show. Uh, hello, Bob. It's absolutely fantastic to be here. So tell us, I mean, you're in your county. Well, first tell us a little bit about your county, its demographics, location, and, and maybe issues that are specific to it. Absolutely, Bob. So, And, and before I get started, I just want to say that our prayers are, are absolutely right now with the Pennsylvania State Police oh, yeah. uh, for the for the loss of Trooper Jacques Rougeau. Um, he served at the York County uh, barracks uh, prior to being uh, transferred, and I just can't tell you how devastated the, our entire law enforcement family is right now with regard to, to his absolutely horrific loss. Yeah. 
I'm, I'm happy you brought that up, Dave Sunday. Uh, so tell us about your county. Uh, Absolutely. So, so to get started, uh, so York is directly north of Baltimore. Uh, we have about close to half a million residents in, in York County. Um, we border Lancaster County. We border Dauphin County, Cumberland County, and Adams County. Um, when you look across the state with regard to criminal charges filed, York oftentimes um, would come in probably um, actually third or fourth in the state. So it typically goes Philadelphia and then Allegheny County and then York or maybe Montgomery County or one of the collar counties around Philadelphia. Um, that's just, just sort of a, just a snapshot of, of York County. Um, being directly north of Baltimore, uh, through the course of my time, I've been a prosecutor for 15 years in the York County DA's office. Um, I was a special assistant United States attorney for four. And we have been in a constant battle against the scourge that is the opioid epidemic. Um, we find ourselves at a place where I, I say we're sort of ground zero north above Baltimore, where we have um, the, the drugs in Baltimore that, that find their way into York um, really on a regular basis. We also see it from Philadelphia. We see it through um, the highways and byways from New York. And so because of that, um, we have had to really think outside of the box and get very aggressive um, in our battle against the opioid epidemic. All right. So you, you and, and then you've got, you know, day to day crime. You've got drugs. You've got violence. You've got gangs. Yep. Uh, you've addressed all of that, and and one of the things you did that I found fascinating is you reached out to the church community, to the faith community, not as a slogan, but to create true partnerships, and not yeah. not that overused word, but true working relationships to attack the problems of York County. Tell us about that. Yeah, absolutely. So everything we do, and this goes back to my time in the Navy, um, you know, a high tide lifts all ships. And, and, and we, in all of law enforcement, have a finite amount of resources. And so a lot of the successes that we've had are the direct result of working as a team and in an entire community. Uh, and so we have had many, many challenges with gang violence in York City. And one of the things that law enforcement did the Chiefs of Police Association, the DA's office, we have developed a true partnership and friendship uh, with with the um, with our faith-based community to include the Black Ministers Association in the city of York. Um, and that partnership is truly that. It's a partnership. It's not a flash in the pan. It's not, you know, we use that when we need to. Um, this is the work we do together every day um, to decrease gang violence um, in York City. And, and I can tell you right now, Bob, that um, that collaborative approach is why we've been as successful as we have been. Well, I was I was in prison with a lot of the guys from Baltimore, uh, gangbangers and otherwise, and uh, it's, it's a tough influence that you've got to deal with there. But you took the good in that community to help combat the bad in that community. And by the way, the statistics show, data shows, it's working. Yeah, absolutely. So, and and the opioid epidemic 
through our process of addressing that, we actually, I mean, Bob, we do everything in our, in our power to attack the supply. And so um, we were one of the counties that lead the nation in prosecuting a crime called drug delivery resulting in death, where drug dealers deal drugs. They know they're going to kill people. It kills people. Um, and we go after them. We have a drug task force that works with all of our partners. On the other side of it, we understand that prevention is the key. And because you don't want people to be in this situation in the first place, we have to also attack the demand. And so we actually started a nonprofit called the York Opioid Collaborative um, that works in our community. Uh, they work with parents who um, have, whose children have suffered through um, addiction. We work with people that are in the throes of addiction. We work with treatment providers. Um, and we work with our local medical uh, community, our regional health care providers as well, um, to do everything we can to help get these kids off drugs and to keep them from getting on drugs in the first place. Yeah. You know, Bob, we've learned, I mean, even DUIs, over half of the DUIs in York County are either drug DUIs or drug and alcohol combined. And that creates a tremendously unsafe situation um, on our roadways. David Sunday is our guest. He's the district attorney of York County. David, so there was another thing that you did, another initiative that you undertook in York County that has decreased uh, imprisonment. And I found that fascinating because it's working. Tell us about that. So there's a few different ones. To start with, you know, we keep a lot of data. And the reason we keep so much data is so that we know that what we're doing is actually working. We want to make sure that, you know, the funds that we're using, taxpayer dollars, are being utilized in a manner that's the most effective and efficient. So that being said, we, there's, so we have all of our prevention with regard to opioids. We combine that with a tremendous amount of work on the mental health side of things. I mean, Bob, I don't know if you've come across this um, in the course of your show, but Statewide, countywide, we have a tremendous, tremendous issue with mental health. And so a lot of times people that are suffering from addiction also have co-occurring mental health diagnoses. And so police officers over time have been, they've had to be almost like mental health counselors in addition to the hundred other things they're supposed to do um, when they're doing their job every day to keep us safe. And so we partnered with our local hospital. And we created an initiative where you have, um, they're called co-responders that are mental health professionals that go with the police to go deal with people um, that are having mental health calls, that, that are being called to the police for mental health issues. Now, this is really important because traditionally the police go to these calls. You know, God forbid something bad happens, that person ends up going to jail. Um, and we know for a fact that these low, low, low-level offenses where you have people with mental health issues, when they go to jail, every single time that happens, Bob, without some sort of treatment, it gets worse, and their crimes get worse, and they get more violent. And so through this initiative, we actually, for example, last year, the police had interactions with over 400 people um, that typically would have ended up going to jail in the past and only two of them became incarcerated. The rest um, were, in some shape or form, moved into have an assessment done for mental health treatment. All of these things combined, when you look at your start with, our new criminal cases filed 
have gone down 41%. Mm. And, and uh, Our, David, we're talking to yep. David Sunday, the uh, district attorney of York County. Uh, David Sunday, we're not talking about this some touchy-feely thing, you know, that, that, that gets talked no. about in left-wing circles. This is something where the police are on the scene ready to do what they got to do. You better believe it. But that mental health is taken in as a factor and dealt with. 100%. The police are the backbone of every single one of these initiatives. Every single one. You cannot do any of this without the support and and the collaboration with the police. Um, My philosophy of criminal justice and that in your county is accountability and redemption. You have got to hold people accountable. Um, accountability can mean treatment sometimes. Accountability could mean costs and fines. I mean, the reality, and we haven't touched on this, Bob, is that we do have a lot of violent crime. I was a homicide prosecutor for many, many, many years um, where I did jury trials with a lot of people with first-degree murder that that we convicted. Um, And so when you look at crimes of violence, crimes of sexual assault, things of that nature, I mean, those people um, typically need to be incarcerated, period. And so we do everything we can to put them in jail. That being said, when you look at the, the vast majority of the low-level offenses, that's where we can make a difference. You know, when we look at our, in addition to those crime, new cases going down, our prison admissions corresponded with that, and they've gone down 54% from the 10-year high. And that saves our taxpayers in York County millions of dollars a year, millions of dollars. And these people are not committing additional crimes. Um, maybe some might be on a really low level, but, but we know that these, most of these people are not coming back into prison, and that's because of the other side of it, the redemption side, Bob. Yeah. And that's where we talk about reentry, where we do everything in our power. I mean, I worked at UPS for eight years, and I know the power of employment and the pride people have when they work. And so we work with, with manufacturers in the community and business owners to try to get these people jobs so that they can be held accountable and work every day. And it's an amazing miracle, Bob, that happens that you see it in front of your eyes when people have a job and they work and their world really turns around. And the, the great thing about all of this and the way you've approached it in your County, David Sunday, is that the people get it. They're reacting to it. They've all bought in from law enforcement to the the religious community to general citizens on the street, and they acknowledge what your office is doing to turn things around. It, it's it's really amazing. Uh, a question for you. Sure. I, just looking at it, I mean, do you have aspirations for higher office? And number one, and number two, uh, are you spreading? this news to other counties? Well, I'll answer those in reverse order, Bob. So the starting point is, um, you know, I'm the DA who is uh, appointed to the state sentencing commission. And so um, I serve on the sentencing commission at the pleasure of the uh, speaker of the house. And that has given me an opportunity to work with my colleagues all across the state um, to talk about these different issues. Um, You know, when we talk about public safety, there should be no option left on the table. And, and that's where, again, the accountability side of it is, 
and, and just real quick in your county, we're a very conservative county, Bob. And in that, and in, within that conservative community, um, the idea of holding people accountable and at the same time on the other end of it, doing what we can to help them get them employed, um, overwhelmingly, overwhelmingly supported. Um, with regard to uh, whether or not um, I may seek higher office in the future, well, uh, we'll see what the future holds, Bob. And uh, we're, you know, every day's a blessing, my friend, and, and we'll see where we go. Diplomatic response. Uh, David Sunday, thank you for being with us. He's the York County District Attorney. He's the award-winning York County District Attorney. Always our pleasure. You could check in with us anytime you'd like on the Bob Cadaro Show. And I'm looking forward to it, Bob, and I hope you have a wonderful day. All right. David Sunday, York County DA, will take a break. We'll be back with your calls. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Well, that sound tells me that it's time to do the weather. And here's the Storm Tracker 16 forecast from meteorologist Valerie Smock. Today's sun with a chance of a pop-up storm this afternoon. High will be 84. Tonight, shower or thunderstorm, low of 60. Tomorrow, scattered afternoon thunderstorms, some with gusty winds and heavy downpours. High of 82. I like rainy days. I do. I, I You know, you go to sleep. Wednesday, summer solstice, which will come during this program most appropriately. Partly sunny, sprinkles possible, the high of 82. And I get to throw that weather report away into the recycling thing. I don't know if they actually recycle, but there's a separate recycling thing here. I play along with the game. Uh, Pastor Mitch checking in. Body Shop Guy had checked in. And uh, Rob Ziobro from DuPont says he loved that comment. Uh, and that, that was our guy. And we'll, we played that on occasion. We'll continue to. Derek Wilburn talking about criminal race theory and uh, using it in schools. Yeah, it's got to stop. That's the bottom line. Now, on this Juneteenth, we're playing... Uh, well, these are these are part of my general rotation. We don't do color here. Uh, we don't do race here. We talk about it, 
but what you say is more important than who says it, at least the color of their skin. And one of my all-time favorites is Clarence Thomas. And Clarence Thomas, (laughs) one of the great uh, Americans, period, Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas. All right, uh, let's go to the phones. Uh, Donald, you've been patient in Pittston. How are you, Donald? I agree with you. It has nothing to do with race. You can be at a, at a reunion and a white guy or someday you knew that back in this high school, you don't want to be around a guy. That's all. It's certain people's personalities. It's how you, the character of the person. You might be busting on you or whatever, and then you want, you want your wife to meet that guy or something because you, you know what I mean? You know the way he is, or he's, the guy gets drunk or something. It's just basically uh, uh, personality content of people. As, as Martin Luther the King, character. content of character. That's right. Right. Like if you're a professional, you know, you might you meet somebody and that. I might say a restaurant or something, and he might be calling your names or nothing. He can come up to you like a gentleman and say, how you been? You know, how's everything? Great show. It's just a person. Uh, I remember, I'll give you a perfect example. He was, uh, Trump was always busted on uh, President Obama, and then he, he was at the Correspondence Center. It wasn't, Obama wasn't racist. He hit back at him, and he kind of humiliated Donald Trump. I remember that back then. Back then, I think it was several years ago. That probably that got made, Trump to run. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, but that had not to do racist. But then him and the first lady were perfectly gracious when he went in there. He sat with over an hour with him and said, "I don't want you cutting Obamacare and stuff." So I, I think this race thing is just the person himself. Certain people like hanging out with certain people. I know, like if someone's at the casino, Don, keep me away from her. I just don't like that woman. It doesn't matter if she's black or white or green or whatever. It's just that certain personalities clash with others. It, it, just like um, maybe with Biden and Meg, I don't, I don't, I don't see the race. Do you? No, and I, I think, well, I see Biden as an addled, disgraceful, awful human being, and a, the worst president in the history of the country. I don't care what color he is. <laughs> That's what I see, Donald. Well, I, I think I think you guys, like you said, you got to get off of Trump. Though I think he's too divisive. Something like maybe a Tim no, we Scott. No, we got to move forward. We we the, like the, the, Tim the Scott. Everybody loves Tim Scott. Conservatives have to move forward. And how about Tim Scott? Opportunity. I, I love him. I love From Cotton him. to Congress. There's a guy that really, really. I know Obama might be you know uh, different on opinion with him, but you couldn't find a better gentleman. He reminds me of uh, uh, the Martin Luther King. He it looks like Mary. Honestly, God, he's a black Martin Luther King uh, president. He'd be. He's a he good really. Man. He's a very likable man. Yep. No doubt. He doesn't disparage people or nothing. He's very professional. Yep. He, he, I don't know why you can't pick a decent candidate instead of you stick well, with we're, these. we're a year away. We're going to see what yeah. happens. I mean, you guys, uh, Democrats have Biden uh, and, and you know, horrible candidates sometimes spur horrible candidates on the other side. And let's hope it doesn't this year. But thank you, Donald. Toby from Wilkesbury, how are you? Yes, Bob, as long as the Injustice Department goes after Trump, then it's his to lose. That's the way I'm sticking with him. Yeah, and, they, and they know it, by the way. They, they know it. They want mm-hmm. him to win the primary. Mm-hmm. So and they can that's take why they're prosecuted, because they think, they know, and I know, mm-hmm. that all of this um, legal activity, which is a joke, mm-hmm. will weaken him with independents and Democrats he needs to win the general election. They know it. Right. And I saw Mike Pence on Meet the Depressed with uh, Upchuck Todd.
God. I think he's retiring <laughs> soon, yes, hopefully. Yes. He did I such guess. a great job, though. Didn't he oh, retire God. yet? <laughs> uh, Tim Russell, God bless his oh. soul, would be turning in his grave. You want but, to talk about a step down. Hmm. That's, that's a leap into the abyss going from Tim Russell. Well, that's MSNBC uh, for you on uh, steroids. Me, and, you know, just their regular programming is just as bad as their cable. And uh, Mike, uh, you know, talked about how it was uh, injustice for seven years. And, of course, Chuck didn't want to hear anything. And you'd swear Chuck never read the Durham report. He didn't know they anything. Don't. Oh, no, they, don't. they don't care. I was watching, uh, one of Trump's lawyers was on with George Stephanopoulos, mm-hmm. and I, I don't know if you saw this interview. Yeah. He didn't know about the, the information on the Bidens getting this money. Right, because I call him a snuffleupagus because he's just a puppet. Unreal. He's just a puppet for the Clintons. Yeah, I call him George Snuffleupagus. So the, the, the funny part is I was having conversations with, with uh, some younger people last night, Mm-hmm. And they didn't. They didn't know about transgender and other things that are going on, and that was how they uh, were able to avoid the argument <laughs> by yeah, ignorance. It's, it's and it's yeah. willful ignorance. Right, right. And you can't. Ex- and if you try to explain, they're just like psh, blow you off and talk. Say, well, what about this? What about that? You know, something else. Uh, but anyway, that uh, that gentleman made a, an hour ago where he says they have to keep this race stuff on life support. Boy, is that the truth? Yeah. The, the race baiters, the money, ma- the money, power, corporations get in, a, in on it and are told what to do by the government and say you got to run so many of these kind of commercials or you're not going to be equity, whatever it is, on their boards. And you know, it's just a big power grab for the people that uh, want to corrupt us uh, and drive us apart, you know. But let's let's hope uh, they get this uh, Hunter thing uh, in uh, five years now before the statute of limitations run out. Uh, I hope they get that together soon because it's getting close, you know. Yeah. Okay, thank you, Bobby. All right, my friend. Always good to hear from you. Thank you. Rock and roll. (laughs) (laughs) We'll take a break and be back. We're back. Bob Cadaro with you. W-I-L-K, the Bob Cadaro Show. We uh, are rolling towards uh, the conclusion of the show. We want to thank our hourly sponsors, Dunmore Lumber Company, 622 South Blakely Street, Dunmore. Beat the Big Box Blues at Dunmore Lumber. And the Marjan Golf Course. Gorgeous day like today. Not a bad day to get to the Marjan. Knock off a quick nine or 18, or if you are so inclined and maybe insane, 27 at the Marjon. Great day to play. Uh, We have one more thing that I would like to do, but uh, it's Denzel Washington. And I put him in my list of blacks and African-Americans that I will always listen to. And we'll hear from him maybe after Bloomberg. But first, let's go to Luciano from Luzerne County. Luciano, how are you? Thank you, Bob, for taking my call. What I'm saying may be disturbing. i got two points. I'm just always amazed that Luzerne County, Lackawanna, and Columbia County, there's a sizable amount of African-American black vote. They very, I don't hear you all the time, but they very seldom call this radio station with the exception of one and two and disagree with you. I'm just amazed because 
that's going to be the that is the essence, the foundation of what Joe Biden is. Eighty to eighty five percent last last year, last uh, term voted for the Democratic Party. That is the key. Uh, Latinos are separating themselves from the Republicans. But I hope and pray that the good Lord wakes these African Americans up. I say this with love and affection. And Luciano, I, I, they have a, Luciano I say that ahead, it please. is. I say that it is because I, I bring. I, I have a litany of. 20-some-odd black and African-American voices that I will always listen to as a conservative. Uh, but but yes. our friend Mike from Peckville sent this text in, and it's important. And, yes. it, and it actually was like a, a V8 moment. He said, come on now, don't tell me these left-wing reporters don't know about the truth. Stephanopoulos knows. They all know. They just can't admit to their listeners that they know because they're not giving them the, they're not reporting on the facts. So I, it was like, uh, of course wow. they have to pretend it didn't happen because they're ignoring it in their news. <laughs> Bob, absolutely. See, you and me have insight and wisdom. This is not intellectual wisdom. This is insight we're given by God. We know that from the very beginning, the Democratic Party, the modern Democratic Joe Biden administration has a consciously wanting to separate the races. Yep. This has been their agenda since they got in power, to separate the agendas, to separate the races, to call the, to, to call the white man evil and wicked and disgusting. And one last thing, by the way, Larry Elder, I used to call him when I used to live in California 20-plus years. He's a good conservative. Oh, I, love him. I listened to him on WABC. I believe, and I'll say this about uh, Donald Trump, I don't want Donald Trump in office. Please, Lord Jesus. I just want him to be pardoned. I hope and pray that the uh, governor, uh, which probably will be, uh, pardons, would pardon him and, uh, and Donald Trump. It. And end it. Thank you, Luciano. I appreciate it, my friend. Well, Murph, hot off of his triumphant rendition of Born to Run... Last night at the Bucktown Music Festival with Daddy-O and the Sax Maniacs. Has provided us with our music today. That's John Mellencamp. He moved from number 17 to number 9. This date, 1982, with Hurt So Good. And Murph picked this. Now, it would not have been my choice. But it's so campy that I said, we'll finish with I told the Bulldog. I said, Bulldog, let's finish with this. It is the Starlight Vocal Band. They went from number 25 to number 9 with Afternoon Delight, which we'll play in its entirety. <laughs> but I will talk over it. Uh, this date in 1976, it was number 9. I, You know, no accounting for taste. But it was <laughs> quite a funny song. I forgot, and Denzel Washington re-inspired me uh, with that uh, statement he made. June 19th, St. Teresa. Mary Regina sent this in and kindly reminded me. Mother Teresa says, never waste a chance to become more like Jesus. That's it. Now, that's as simple and straightforward and as important as it can be. And that's for Jew, Gentile, Muslim, everyone. Never waste a chance to become more like Jesus. St. Teresa in her greatness. As always, uh, want to thank Marjan Golf Course. And I'm telling you, get up there this afternoon. Get at least nine in.
the best bargain in local golf. And if you got home improvement projects going on, Dunmore Lumber Company. 622 South Blakely Street in Dunmore. Uh, beat the big box blues at Dunmore Lumber. Oh, body shop guy asked if Murph can add Rosalita to his act. And it is an act. I mean, it's a full show. Murph does a, he does a full show. He truly does. Well, as Afternoon Delight takes us out, I want to thank posthumously the veterans we lost in May and their families. Dennis Robaszewski, known as the Butcher, from Nanticoke, U.S. Army, eight years between the Army and the Reserves. He was a truck driver. Lost him May 11th. Frank Kapalka, Sawyersville. Registered nurse. Married 46 years to his surviving wife, Daria. U.S. Navy, most notably serving aboard the USS Samuel Gompers during the Vietnam War. They, They transferred him to become a U.S. Marine corpsman. And then he became an operating room technician at Camp Pendleton. He was employed as an operating room nurse at the Wilkes-Barre General Hospital, retiring after 40 years. Richard Woolaver, United States Air Force veteran during the Korean War. He repaired the Norden bomb sites. Late of Lakeville on Lake Wall and Paul Pack. Survived by his wife of 40 years, Vera. Al Pritchick, Old Forge. Preceded in death by his beloved wife of 54 years, Mary. United States Navy during the Korean War. He was a mason. Worked with his brother John. Their work is well known from Old Forge to New Jersey. And he was a stalwart of St. Michael's Orthodox Church in Old Forge. Gray Butch Bossy. He died unexpectedly before his 77th birthday, only a week before, on May 21st this year. Survived by his wife, Barbara, who I know well. Troop High School, class of 1965. He was a drafting teacher for 35 years at the Lackawanna County Vocational School. Pennsylvania National Guard. And, of course, his wife, Barbara, survives him. William Rees, 96. South Abington Township. His wife, Jean, passed away less than a month before he passed. They were married 70 years. He honorably served this country, United States Army, during World War II and the Korean War. He's the reti- he was the retired president of gr- a gr- small but great company, S.J. Bailey & Sons, Inc., well, I love being back with you guys. God willing, I'll be with you tomorrow as <laughs> they conclude that song, the Starlight Vocal Band. Nikki Stone up next, guys. Have a great afternoon. Oh, <laughs> and the Bulldog tells me we failed to adjourn. Meeting of the Club for Common Sense adjourned. WYLK News Radio. This is the Bob Cordaro Show Podcast. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 